are listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. My name is Father Tim Smith. And I'm Thomas Escrow. And we're here living the life of the Lord and, and proclaiming His glory and name as we're gathered together as God's holy church and just recognizing all the beautiful things the Lord God is doing in our life, in our families, in our community, in our churches, but most especially um, at this moment in our in our civic governments. You know, there's always on the news every morning I... I check in with the news to see what's going on. And of course, the political pulse of America is always beating and moving along. But there's things happening at our local, our regional level that have implications for how we live our life and living our faith each day. And this morning, we're uh, joined with Mr. Christopher Motes from the South Dakota Catholic Conference, who works for the bishops of South Dakota and the diocese, um, to be that witness in the public square of the church's teaching on all areas of issues that affect the members of the church, but also the human family as a whole. Uh, Chris, thanks for being on air with us this morning. Pleasure to be with you, Father. Now, let's begin with a roundup of what's been happening so far this legislative session. This is in uh, the state of South Dakota, but again, has implications for our listeners all around the area. Sure. Well, uh, so far in the legislative session, we're entering our, our fourth week of, of the session now. Um, and it, it's, been a, it's been off to a busy start. There have been a number of issues that have even had a national profile um, right out of the gate the first week of session. The South Dakota Catholic Conference supported House Bill uh, 1057, which is advancing through the legislature. It's a bill that that would um, make it unlawful uh, for a health care provider to conduct what we might think of as a, a cross-sex surgery, to presi- uh, prescribe cross-sex hormones, or to block natural healthy puberty in a child 15 and under, you know, each one of these um, treatments, uh, as they're called, um, are, are really unethical, and, and they're done to affirm what is, um, you know, really sincere mental distress in the child who may be experiencing it. We, we have to recognize that that suffering is, that mental suffering is, is, is real, and, and we're called to... Uh, to, to love those people who have this distress, yet at the same time, uh, within the ethical tradition of the Church and um, sound bioethics, we know that uh, the treatments that the bill would ban are not, are not valid uh, or morally sound uh, interventions. So that's a, that's a good bill, proud to support it, made it through committee, and came off the House floor by a vote of 46 to 23 this last Wednesday, It'll be up in the Senate Health and Human Services uh, Committee um, on on Monday the 10th. So really asking for all, all faithful citizens out there in South Dakota to contact their senators, contact those people on the Senate Health and Hu- uh, Human Services Committee, um, and, and really just encourage them, give them a, a warm, positive encouragement. That'd be a great help. Uh, there's also a bill to ban commercial surrogacy uh, in the state of South Dakota. Commercial surrogacy is a is a practice where uh, where oftentimes an agency or a brokerage will will link uh, people together um, 
it's, it, it may be a couple that, that longs for a child. This is a good longing. Um, but it links them with a woman who's rent, willing to um, essentially rent her uterus. Forgive me for putting it in such stark terms, but um, that's really what it comes down to. And um, at, the, at the end of her pregnancy, the, the child, for a fee that's spelled out in a commercial contract, uh, custody is, is then transferred. There was just really compelling um, testimony in committee uh, this last week. The House committee, the first step, voted 11 to 1 for this bill, House Bill 1096. Really compelling testimony from a South Dakota woman who um, gave birth to several children through a series of contracts, but then really came to, she about died in the hospital, was left with many thousands of dollars in medical bills, and really came to, to know in her heart that she, um, she was being treated as a commodity rather than mm. as a human person. Her children were being treated as commodities rather than as human persons. Um, that that bill uh, is is going to be up on a, a a vote on the House floor tomorrow. So again, people can really exercise their faithful citizenship with uh, just with good cheer and joy. Contact their House representatives. The third bill that the Catholic Conference is is lobbying on right now is Senate Bill sixty four has not had its first hearing yet uh, and is not yet scheduled, um, but it's a bill that would um, would eliminate capital punishment as a possible sentence for those convicted of capital crimes if they've been diagnosed with a serious mental illness. Um, so it, if people uh, want to stay in the loop on when the hearing is going to come up, they can go to sdcatholicconference.org and, and jump on the mailing list to, to stay in touch. Thank you for a great summary, Chris, of all the things that are happening, um, particularly with these specific bills. Um, I know they're garnering a lot of national attention because, as I mentioned at the top of the show, they are really having implications for a lot of us, um, especially how um, you know we can support and encourage. I want to encourage all our listeners to pray for the success of the legislation that is in accordance with the truths of our faith. Um, this is something, first off, we can pray for our lawmakers, pray for those who work in the legislature, uh, pray for you, Chris, in the work that you do with building relationships across the aisle so that people can have that conversion of heart based off that testimony you gave of that young mother who herself had been given over to that practice of surrogacy and then came to recognize how it was a violation of her human dignity, her dignity as a woman, her dignity as a mother, as well as the dignity of these children that she was uh, giving birth to and, 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 and being uh, part of that process. And, and also that own conversion. We pray for a conversion of the culture and all the people that would give into that practice. You know, uh, you mentioned that Bill HB 1057 came out of the House with a pretty big margin. Um, can you tell us about what kind of encouragement that gives you and the other lawmakers when you see kind of a unanimous support for something that is pro-life, pro-human dignity? Uh, you know, what's that look like when you see a big margin like that? Well, you know, it's really encouraging, and I think it is a testament to um, just the Lord at work in hearts. I was sitting in the House gallery as they were debating this on Wednesday, and it was really surreal. There, were not, there weren't any pages or interns running around. Nobody was shuffling papers. Nobody was emailing or texting. Everybody on the floor, everybody in the room, their attention was rapt 
They were just focused on 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 really the the moral and ethical issues at stake. It obviously, it wasn't a unanimous vote, but I just had this real palpable sense of the moral wrestling that was happening in 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 hearts, mm. which is we know that's where the that's where the battleground lies, really, mm. in in the great battle between good and evil. This this cosmic struggle struggle, you know. And of course, the victory has already been won uh, by our Savior. But still, in the here and now, I could just see, I could really just sense there's this struggle going on in hearts. And as I was praying for for our, the legislators that are down on the floor, just for their protection, for their for their um, that they might just really feel the nearness of the Lord in this moment. It was just so positive to see, you know, some people that okay they're struggling, but then when the vote comes out. Uh, their name is Green on the voting board. Um, it, it it was really encouraging to see this this victory for truth uh, that emerged from the hearts of of so many. So, Chris, now that this bill has passed the House, for those of us not that familiar with um, the, how, what makes a bill into a law, where does it it goes over to the Senate from here, right? That's that's right. You know, it's it's a five step process in South Dakota. There's a committee vote uh, in the Chamber of Origin and then a floor vote in the Chamber of Origin are the first two steps. Step three and four are another committee vote and another floor vote if it makes it in the, in the next chamber. And then the fifth step, of course, is the signature of the governor. The governor um, has the legal right to, to veto uh, or, or to not sign. Um, so we are moving on to step three, which is going to be on, on Monday, the Senate Health and Human Services Committee. And what's your feel uh, right now, knowing uh, our state senators and, and knowing those who, um, who are sort of in that position of power, uh, what's your feel when it comes to House Bill 1057? It's, um, to be frank, it's going to be tough. Uh, there are... Uh, my my candid assessment is that there are, are are two really strong yes votes, a couple of really strong no votes, and and some others that are unsure. So you know it's really helpful. There may even be some people out there in your listening audience that are really convicted by the truth of this, that would have a personal story to share, you know, from a family member or or their own experience. It's so important to to reach out and to and to share these with the committee members. And um, as Father already mentioned, you know, pray. We, we can't forget prayer. And um, if, if you're so inclined to and feel called to, to make a, to make a small personal sacrifice, some, some things really take uh, prayer and fasting. So, um, you, you know, to just recognize that, yes, this is a political endeavor, but there's also a spiritual component, too, so never forget the value of your prayer and fasting. And we're listening right now and speaking with Mr. Christopher Moltz from the South Dakota Catholic Conference, talking about uh, really the spiritual work as well as the uh, you know social work we're doing in, in proclaiming the gospel in the public square and the work that Chris does at the South Dakota State Legislature in supporting House Bill 1057 as well as others, promoting the dignity of the human person. Chris, uh, last week there was a national story in... Uh, First Things, which is a magazine of faith and life, and it's known by a lot of our listeners as a very reputable source of Catholic teaching, specifically about how South Dakota um, and these particular bills, and some people are arguing that 
you know, these sorts of laws that protect the dignity of children, the dignity of women, that would put an end to surrogacy, that would put an end to these, um, these orientation changes or these sort of procedures that violate the dignity of the person, they would say that is bad for business, particularly the Sioux Falls Chamber of Commerce. You know, uh, it, as, a, as a spiritual leader, as a shepherd of souls, I think how, how taxing it is when people would put economic incentives, money, ahead of the dignity of human beings and the harm that comes from these egregious practices. Um, Chris, what can you say? This has garnered national attention. Are other states looking at this legislation because of the specific um, tenor of what's happening right now? Um, you know, really, people are thinking about money rather than the human person. What can you say about that? You know, it's really discouraging to see these arguments being made that money is more important than the common good. Um, the first things article you mentioned is linked on the Catholic Conference Facebook page if anybody wants to go find it. But, you know, for, for those who are really just, like, wanting to find, you know, what is the, what is the moral framework uh, for, for business as it's, you know, advocating for policies in the public square, a couple of really great resources. The first would be a 2009 encyclical by Pope Benedict called Caritas and Veritate. He emphasizes that uh, economic development is impossible, impossible, without upright men and women, without, as he puts it, financiers and politicians whose consciences are finely attuned to the requirements of the common good. Both professional competence and moral consistency are necessary, is what he says. And then Another really great uh, resource for Catholic business people is something called The Vocation of a Business Leader. It's a Vatican document um, that really kind of reflects on, on our moral duties uh, as, as economic beings, as, as business people. And it really it warns against making a golden calf out of the maximization of, of profit. So if all we're thinking about is maximizing profit, uh, increasing personal wealth, uh, wealth, and if that keeps us from using our political influence to serve the common good, we've we've made a golden calf out of it, and we, we really have to be careful because we know how that story ends. You know, Chris, thank you for just re- really putting that in perspective, uh, especially about how this great temptation of these practices of surrogacy and, and these other things. We want to protect children, protect families. Thank you for the work in the legislature. I encourage all our listeners, if you've been moved by this testimony, that you contact your legislatures and be that faithful citizen. And if you need more information, you can visit the South Dakota Catholic Conference website for information on these House bills, as well as all the other work. Thank you, Chris, for joining us. And coming up next, we're going to be traveling around our listening area to hear about great local events happening near you in our 10-minute tour. And later in the show, a special bond between God and children. How one method of religious education is showcasing this relationship and helping it grow. We're broadcasting live from Sacred Heart Church in Aberdeen. My name is Father Tim Smith. And I'm Thomas Escrow. And you're listening to Real Presence Live. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.